It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Hello, everybody. We are live from JoJo's Tavern here in Trent, New Jersey. And so we are going to go around the locker room uh, as soon as I can turn on the music. music. Issue there. It's a great start. <laughs> we were like the Eagles last the night. Season. Yeah, we did. Uh, but uh, it was appropriate. Uh, a great start that turned into a worse start that turned into an even worse start. So you should be embarrassed, John. Yeah, I'm pretty embarrassed. Uh, I always am, but that's not the difference. John Barchard, Elliot Shore, Parks, and of course James Seltzer all along with us here as we are. Uh, we're going to try and figure this thing out, uh, Elliot. Is uh, we got? Um, let's just just let's just. Pile right on top of the, the ever-loving pile of crap that's on here. And Doug just stepped up to the plate today and just, you know, like he was ordering a pizza, just told us all. Darby, um, it's unfortunate, but he has an ACL tear. So he'll be missed for the year. So go ahead and start tweeting that out. Yeah. Elliot, did you start tweeting and it tweet out? And tweet we did. Yes. <laughs> I retweeted his tweet, tweet from the Midday Show account. Yeah. So. That's why Very I do exciting. it. That's why I do yes. it. Yes. Uh, yeah. A bummer, man. And and you worry about that when you saw the injury. Yeah. Obviously, kind of went down on a non-contact. Yeah. That's the fear. And yeah, Doug was, it seemed, uh, he's like, he's almost desensitized at this point to all yeah. the injuries. He's like, yeah, another one. Here we go. Um, and, and obviously, Jody Cameron made this point on the Midday Show. But, you know, you just feel bad for Darby, too, heading into a contract, yeah. you know, year um, certainly going to hurt his value on the open market, and uh, it's a bummer. I mean, this you know this team's in trouble right now from that perspective. Heading in to face the uh, you know best quarterback they've played this season, and a uh, the highest scoring offense, high, too. yeah, just a high flying offense that throws the ball really well. And you know it, you're praying Sidney Jones can go. Otherwise, Rasul Douglas could be the best slash most experienced quarterback on the field for you. 
You know, so I was at the gym today. Ooh. You know, trying to sl- slim down I a little mid season, a yeah. uh, little mid season workout. But I was listening to the podcast you guys recorded this morning and listened to the radio today. I got to say, I'm just not on the same wavelength as you guys, like Ooh. at in, all. In terms of what? This doom and gloom and like the loss of Darby. Like, and I think part of the reason the town reacted so negatively to that loss last night is because the expectations were so high. Like everyone was like, this is going to be a blowout. This is the start of something sure. special. But the reality is the team you saw last night is the same exact team that for the past three or four weeks, we've, when we've been talking, you guys have been saying, you know, it's okay, it's early, blah, 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 right? Like the team we saw last night is a team you're going to see the rest of the season. The team is good enough to win the NFC East. Like there's seven games left. They have to out. They still are, yeah. They have to out. Yeah, but I mean, they're, you know, they, they have to win their games in the division, obviously yeah. sweep Washington, but you're two games back with seven to play which, and which got, to me is so overcome well and you've got to go to los angeles go right. to new orleans yeah i don't know i i know what you're saying look if i had to bet my money on who wins the nfc's i probably would still bet on the eagles like right. i still yep. think there i would bet on that talent but uh, i mean there's certainly reason not just for the what the loss means in standings and stuff but from looking at this team and how they performed and what they've done it's but that's who, yeah. that's who they've been all season. Right, the and that's my point. Night, that's yeah. why it's hard to imagine, you know, that's why it's hard to not not necessarily be doom and gloom, but to not say, all right, you know, I don't know right. I don't know what, what we can expect now at this point. Yeah, and I will say, look, like being in the locker room after the game last night, uh, Carson Wentz used this phrase, a couple players did, like it is a broken record to a certain degree. Like they say the same thing after every game. You know, it's execution. We just have to clean things up. We're right there. If the offense can play as well as the defense at the same time, we're one of the best teams in the NFC. Like, that is what it is, and I thought Zach Ertz, the, the way Zach Ertz put it was pretty perfect to me. He said, we have to believe in ourselves despite the evidence. Because the evidence is there that yeah. this team is, they are a 9-7 and seven team, if they're lucky. At best, 9-7, 10-6. Right now they're a 7-9 team, and eight, the way eight. they're playing. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, Elliot, since you mentioned it, uh, you know, we got your cut right from uh, right from your phone. Here is Ertz on uh, on the Dallas loss uh, yesterday. Just got to believe despite the evidence, like I was saying. Um, that's the only message I think we can come up with. Um, Believing despite the evidence, the evidence says we're four and five and we're not as good as we thought we were going to be coming into this year. But we can't lose the faith of being brothers, playing for one another, um, being a family. Because I know if we're able to put a full game together for 60 minutes, where the offense plays well and the defense plays well, I feel like we're one of the better teams in the NFC. Um, but it just hasn't happened yet. Is there enough time left to do that? We're going to find out. I mean, we'll see you next week. Is as big as they come. I thought this one was as big as they come. Next week is as big as they come. Now he says it's, you know, Saints are as big as they come and all this other stuff too. I'm just, I mean, yeah, but like what, at what point are you going to wait for them to finally put that full complete game together? I mean, that's he, where we're coming from. Here's the thing about the Saints game. Like, is it even that big? I mean, they're going to lose. Like, that's just a loss. So, so when you look at the when you look at the rest of the schedule, it's just it's just kind of like, yeah, that's a loss, and then you go from there, right? So, well, here's the thing: it doesn't it feel like with this Eagles team that has you know just been so up and down and so hard to to put a pin on? I mean, I could totally see them going in as like a by the time the game starts, like a nine point underdog. And beating the Saints because they need the game more and they want the game more. It wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't be the most shocking thing of all time. Even though so, I'm with you, it's yeah. unlikely they wouldn't. But so I, I tease this a little before the show. But this is this is the the game that this upcoming one reminds me of. Is you remember 2015 when the Eagles got blown out by the Lions in Detroit? Of course. And then they went to New England the next week. Yeah, that's Four, gonna be a big. Fourteen and a half point underdogs they were. Right. Yep. Yeah. 
Went in and beat the Patriots. So we're hoping that Sean Payton, like Bill Belichick, decides to give his buddy a game, <laughs> right? Is that what we're hoping yeah, for? Basically, basically. But look, I mean, they're they're, they're probably going to lose this game. I mean, the Saints scored fifty one no points secondary. on the road. They have no yeah. starting secondary. Oh, so I have Chandon another. Brandon Sullivan could be covering Michael Thomas. That's, that's, that's where I Well, but it'll, it'll be Rasul. I mean, maybe Jalen. It sounds like Jalen's a bit of a stretch. I think Sydney. Like Sydney's more Sydney likely will be on the outside. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look. Here, here's all I'm saying. I just when I was you know I was listening to you guys it's such it was doom and gloom. Here here's all I'm saying. All right, the Cowboys at the Falcons next week, win or a loss. I don't know. I don't know Falcons anymore. are pretty bad. They, they lost just, to the Browns. One of their, one of their uh, I think that's a loss for what, the Cowboys. One of their I, mean, I would guess so, but who literally knows? said we didn't take the Browns seriously, and that's why we lost. So I, I don't yeah. know what's going on with the the Falcons. Yeah, I guess I'm saying when I look at the Cowboys' remaining schedule. They have the Falcons, they have the Buccaneers, the Colts. Those are their and the Saints. Those are their out of division games. I'm just, I, James right. is giving me a face right now. Of no, such. no, look, I, I love the positivity. And again, I still totally think that they can win the division. Yeah. But to, to not look at last night's game and think it was a massive disappointment on many levels is, is ridiculous. Yeah, no, it I was. Mean, it, but that was, at, was at home after losing two straight games at home, by the way, heading into that blackout. Primetime Sunday night football yep. against a bad Dallas Cowboys team coming off a bye when you just got Golden Tate. I mean, yeah. that's, that's as disappointing as they come, man. Like, there's no there's no lipstick on this pig, as it were. No, there's not. But the reality is they were the same team they've been all year last night. Like, like I don't see why you would feel any differently about this Eagles well, team. Because the Cowboys are, are worse than the other teams that they've lost to. Granted, and, and it looks like the be Titans might be, yeah, and, and, and again, the spot off the bye week, like, you had the time to prepare. Yep, like, I agree, yeah. I mean, that's why. I mean, Dallas off a short week, there are a million reasons yeah. that you can say, like, you should have expected more. It, it was Granted, a bad they've loss. been the same team, but they, you should have expected more than that. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, look, I went come I, going into this game. I thought the Eagles would win. I didn't think it would be a blowout. I thought it would be a close game, just because the Eagles don't score enough points, and that's why I don't think they'll win. But look, this Ronald Darby thing. I, I have another opinion for you guys. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh oh. All right. How honest to God, big of a dropout dr- drop off is Darby to Rasul Douglas when you look at how Darby's <laughs> played this year? A lot. Nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not so <laughs> sure, man. Uh, Darby has been pretty bad this year. Oh, and Rasul Douglas on. was bad last night. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And he would, I mean, like, what even do you mean? worse so separation Rasool's with Amari Cooper. Rasul's played, what, like a game and a half? Like, it, it, And he's been bad. Right. So how could you possibly say he's been better than Darby? No, 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 he's no, at no, least no. had I, good moments. I'm not saying he's been better than Darby. And I'm not saying it isn't a dropout. It's obviously a drop-off. But I'm saying this... I don't think it's as big of a drop off as other people are making it out. From from Darby to Rasul Douglas, yes, oh, that's I can't crazy wait to talk. cut out this. And that cut podcast. it out, man! Like yeah. Darby has not played well in an Eagles uniform overall. He's just not. When you look at the games he's played, he's had yeah, absolutely. He's had he's had moments. He was very good early in the season against the Falcons. He was good in the playoffs last year against the Falcons. Overall, though, he has not played well in an Eagles uniform. That's just a fact. I I guess what uh, what but. How I guess like wh- point to me in in the direction of where he's not played well. Well, all right. So he didn't play well last night. I thought prior prior to going down, he didn't play well in the Super Bowl last night. What, he's did, he up, what did he do last night that you didn't like? Well, I saw him. But I well, I saw him bite on one move by Mari Cooper and then got beat on the sideline for one catch. I okay. saw that. Yeah. What did Rasul so, do? And then okay, but I'm saying like <laughs> like what did Rasul do? Go ahead. Rousseau was beaten in coverage by Amari Cooper almost every time that he went up against him, and, and they tried to Ronald exploit that and right. take care of that. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So and crossers over with Cole Beasley, he's, he's sitting there with eight nine. Right. And Ronald Darby Ronald. went up to drill someone for a tackle and missed, which it. was stupid. That's right. Not okay. Coverage. But I'm saying oh, you yeah, can. Yeah. I guess that's my point I'm making is you can point to 
areas with both of these players where they played poorly. Sure. I'm of not course. I'm not saying this is like a slight on Darby. I'm saying it is like a neither of them are like they're not playing well. You're not you're not talking about going from a legitimate number one starting corner to a bench guy. You're talking about going from a guy that was already struggling. Well, to I think it's the I think it's the cume of all of it. You're talking about going from all your starting cornerbacks to none of your yeah. starting cornerbacks and you're yeah. missing your starting safety which has been again just a massive hit over and right. over and over again because you have to move Maddox exactly now. Yeah. and I, you know I, I just and again Ronald Darby gave you something that none of those other guys do he gave you speed that that you know Jalen doesn't give you yep. that Rasul doesn't give you so it was just a different dim- dimension and, and sure Darby especially with the injury and coming back after that has had moments where he hasn't been great but I, I also think he's flashed and shown that upside at times and, and obviously made some huge and crucially important plays in an Eagles uniform I just too. think people give Darby more of a leash than they do the other corners I don't know why I, just, I think that's true with Jalen because everybody thinks Jalen's trash no matter what you say and and I still well, think, I think people are most, overly harsh on. Jalen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's the most consistent corner, as you've pointed I feel out. Like many people times. are pretty harsh on Darby. I, I, at least uh, from like maybe. Much. I feel like from like at least uh, on like using WIP callers as a barometer, and maybe that's not the best barometer. No, but it's a good barometer. They've been pretty <laughs> harsh for the most yeah. part all season long. There's been a lot of Darby. You know, here's what dismiss I or you know hate. I don't want to say hate, but like Darby disappointment. Right. Okay, answer this for me though, guys. I feel like. The entire secondary is getting killed the, the entire season. I'm not really sure why. You know, because I, I, I mean, there are, there are plays, there are rightfully so. I mean, third and 15, fourth and 15, all of that. Right. Everyone deserves to be killed for those things. But I'm, I'm actually surprised that more of it, and I guess it, I shouldn't say that. I, I, I'm wondering how much of this is Jim Schwartz and how much is it the players and how much is it coming together. Corey Undlin? And no, no one ever brings up Corey Unlin. I think it's all of it, but I do think that these injuries are uh, – it's just tough to come back from that. It's huge. I mean, you lost yeah. your three starters in your secondary and your starting slot corner in Sydney, who's yeah. supposed to be – I mean, it's just it's just tough to, to play with that. And then it, it it influences every level of the defense. It influences what you can do from blitz packages. It influences how many guys you have rushing the passer and, and how many guys you're dropping to cover and all this type of stuff. It's just – where you have to cover zone versus man, all that type of stuff. It's just, it's tough, man. It's tough. I, 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 in that specific case, Schwartz has had a lot of issues, and 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 there's certainly reason to, to criticize him. But I think in that particular case, it's tough to get over all those injuries. Yeah, I agree. I think when you talk about overall why the defense has struggled, I agree. Injuries have played a part, but I think when you talk about why individual members of the secondary struggle, I think that does fall on Schwartz because he does so little to help his cornerback. So. Mm-hmm. Last night, right? Let's obviously. I think the consensus is Rasul Douglas didn't play well, yeah, but he played whatever. But I mean, Schwartz didn't move Darby around and have him travel with Cooper. Schwartz did the same thing he always he does, do right? Which is yeah, yeah, which is I agree with. We've talked about it. I think they switched sides of the field though, and like Darby had to play the left side as opposed to where right. But I'm saying he right didn't travel with Cooper. No, not at all. Like that, and I'll ne- I'll never understand that either. Like that just makes the most sense to me, especially with put fast you have guys to on fast Rizzo. guys, put big guys on. I, I never get it. And you, it's just it's it allows the opposing offense to dictate the matchup, which is so crazy because on offense That's they're so all, yeah. all about yeah. making. You know what I mean? Like, so I I think that was part of the reason they struggled. Another part of it is just. First, obviously, Schwartz not giving help, but also the scheme. I mean, they just leave these guys on an island time and time again. They, they make them play off most of the time on short yardage, which emphasizes tackling. So I just think they're not getting a lot of help in terms of uh, – and they're not getting any help at all from Schwartz. Yeah, and, and certainly not in the uh, 
second half when the defensive line is completely gassed and they just they look like a brick wall going up against that. It was, you know, I mean, I I just I feel because of all that, and you say the black cloud, but that's a lot of that's a lot of crap. And I, still on Twitter today, and everybody, I'm curious what you think too because. I mean, I keep hearing injuries are excuses and whatever. And everybody can throw out Washington as like, hey, they've, they've had a lot of brutal injuries. Yes, they've had the same brutal injuries that they did last year. You know what they did last year? It's 7-9. and nine. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't look any different than what the path is for this Eagles team, or at least is right now. And they can always bounce back from this. You know, just like we, we even said, you can still beat Washington twice. You can still take care of the Giants. And then when you see the Dallas one more time, it probably still wins you the division. But um, I don't think it's an excuse. I just think it's part of the reason why. Well, let me ask you guys this, and I'm not making this point. I'm asking an honest-to-God question, not rhetorical. How many of the injuries this season would you would you qualify as like to big time players? Because I do think, just off the top of my head, like Matt Collins, role player, Mike Wallace, projected to be a big big part of your offense. But yes, overall, I think you have to count it because you're factoring that in in your plan. You couldn't replace him regardless, right? Okay, so. Mike Wallace. I mean, Timmy Jernigan, obviously, I think has proven to be one. Lane as, as Rodney McLeod. This time. Rodney's huge. huge. Mills, Rodney was probably the biggest, right? Darby, yes. I think, yes. So. Yeah. I think yeah. so. For sure. Darby, Mills. I mean, Wentz for two games. Jeffrey for three games. Right. Um, you know, I think Richard Rodgers, obviously not a, a, a major player. Um, but... Derek Barnett supposed to be a huge yep. piece. Pass rush wasn't good in the second half of the game yeah, last year. Uh, yet again, they, yeah. I think they tire out. They don't have that same level of ability to bring in guy after guy after guy in those waves of fresh legs. So, uh, I mean, Jai is a big Sproles, player. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, I, I think they're pretty massive when yeah. you think about it. No, that's fair. That's fair. I was I was looking earlier today at comparing the injuries from this team versus last year. And in a way, like the injuries this year almost make the injuries last year seem extremely light. Because like oh, I, they do. I was going through the list, and I'm like, I, I thought of four people, and then I was like, who else is there? Yeah. Like it was <laughs> Wentz, Hicks, Peters, and uh, I guess Marigos. Yeah. yeah. Caleb Sturgis. Well, and Sproles again. Yeah, yeah, Sproles yeah, again. But, yeah. And again, especially with the injuries, like to specific parts of the team. I mean, again, that these many injuries in just your secondary. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can get your maybe your your backup corner is okay, and if you had one injury there, you'd be okay. But then if you have another and another, same thing with like O line. If you lose three, four guys, it's really hard to to put something together. But if you lose a guy or two, you can stick a big V in there or whatever, you know. So I I still think that when you look at why this team where it is right now, I would not put injuries at number one. Well, and again, real quick to add to the injuries though, part of the injuries thing too, and just the the feel of the team is a lot of these guys played longer than they ever have before, more you know minutes, more time, more high leverage type stuff, and then that whole process of you know a longer, a shorter off season, a longer season. I mean, that has to influence. Yeah, but how many guys? How many guys that played in the Super Bowl now? I mean, like Jeffrey missed three games. Sproles wasn't playing. Uh, Richard Rodgers wasn't playing. Obviously, I mean, Mike Lane Wallace Johnson. wasn't playing. Yeah, but Lane Johnson's only missed Jake, one game, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, but he's playing at a diminished level. I mean, True. he's not look like the Lane Johnson we we know and, and love. Right. And we expect that. I mean, that has to be injury. It's the only thing that makes a lot of sense there. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I mean, Jason Peters obviously didn't play in the Super Bowl either. Uh, no, I think I think that's fair. But I just think when you look at why this team where where it is at, would you put coaching ahead of injuries? Because I would. I guess they're intertwined. They're intertwined. They're both huge. But I, I agree. I'm not trying to take the, the heat off mm-hmm. the coaching because it has not been good enough. There's no, no question. And also, when you look at like the secondary, and I agree, like the secondary has obviously been hit with a ton of injuries. But 
we've all said it. Like the defense is still was still prior to last night not giving up a lot of points. Like for as, as injured as they were, but I thought last night was the first game where you could equally blame this on two on both sides of the ball. Like this was a 50-50 loss. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know the defense played terrible and a lot because of you know I'm, I mean it's not like uh, they were playing great even when like you said let. Uh, Ronald Darby was still out there. They and picked him up early a yeah, little bit with those red zones. You they know, did. Stands, and that's what I'm but. saying. It's just kind of the this half's on, that half's off, and they were never kind of really in sync because, you know, you were just saying with Ertz uh, while you were in the scrum there. Josh Nixon actually has a pretty interesting question. Would Sproles have converted that screen on third and two instead of Clement? I mean, I mean maybe. The blocks didn't get there, yeah. which is probably the biggest issue. Yeah. It is wild to look at that replay. Like, at the time, it's hard to see, like, live. But watching the replay, like, two on one there. I mean, yeah. you got to block. You got to get the block. Like that's. I don't think it was a good call, just because I don't. I'm never a fan of throwing the ball further back in a short yard situation. I like said that, the same but, thing. Yeah. But like the play was there. I mean, it does. From that respect, the, the play call was good. I mean, he ha- all he had to do was block the dude, yeah, and Corey right. Clement probably gains 15, 20 yards. Yeah, exactly. That's why I, you know I don't. I don't mind the play call. He said it on the pod with uh, with me and James. And uh, the one thing I will say though is that you and I have discussed, and I I just need this on record here because. I think there's another thing we're going to disagree on, but all right. I mean, do you really believe that the Ronald Darby trade was now? Okay, I'm happy. A, I'm a happy little lighter that. than I said because he texted this to me, and I go, yeah. "Whoa." Well, I will almost say it to you first. Like, wh- in what way was it a good trade? They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But they okay, but <laughs> but but Jar- Barchard also wanted to trade Nick Foles off of, of that Super Bowl. No, yeah. but no, I'm uh, but the trade happened before the Super Bowl. Right. It led to right. a Super Bowl. But I'm saying. Like he made plays that that mattered in them winning a Super Bowl, he he played. At, I mean, uh, that, that, what, what would you grade him last season? What, regardless, he made like Darby last season. The interception in the Raiders game, we don't know if they right. win that game without it. Some plays he made in the Falcons game, the Vikings game, like he was he was really good. Right, but by that logic, then every single move how he made prior to the Super Bowl was the right one. Yep. Okay. Well, all right. Then, I mean, if that if that's the all right, then they if that's the case. The I'm not going to win like, this I mean, argument. But, but like, I, I don't I, I don't understand how it could possibly have been because like what they, Jordan Matthews is back on the team. That didn't matter. It's just a draft pick. And like, while yes, it's a draft pick. It would like you. Who else plays corner there? Do they make those plays? Do you win the Super Bowl? Yeah, like, no, I think it's that simple. Like, would you trade a was it a second round pick, a third round third. pick? Would you trade a third round pick to win the Super Bowl? But that you're you're simple you're simplifying. But that's it way what it further. comes down but, to but it when not, you're talking in hindsight, but, but right? It's, but it's not completely like that because when you look at a third round pick, right? What you ideally want to get from that is a low le- a low pay like the guy doesn't cost a lot of money right. for four or five years right. at a high level, right? Of course, ideally, you're gonna you're yeah. gonna end up getting like 15 games out of Darby. But you got over it, two years. But it matters what those games are. You can't right. Like you can't look at this deal in a vacuum. You have to look at it with the actual circumstance to, to judge whether it's good or not. Right. It is specific. It's like signing Nick Foles. Like the the Reese giving him a deal. It's like oh that's a lot of money. And then he comes in and wins you the Super Bowl. It's like all right, that's the greatest decision but they I ever get, made. But I guess the difference is that's just money. Whereas like Howie has now. Darby, Ajayi, and Golden Tate. And look, we were I love the Golden Tate trade. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Same thing with but, the Ajayi trade, though. Like, you could say they only got, what, 10 games out of him or yeah. whatever? It was a great trade. They won a Super Bowl because right. they helped contribute to it. Do you understand? Like, you yeah, can't I know, look I know. at it in a vacuum. Like, I, I see that point. Separate it. I see that point. What I'm also saying is when we look at, like, the – Look, they won the Super Bowl, so like I get that point. There's no getting around that point. They won the Super Bowl, yeah. but <laughs> but that's what matters, right? That's all that point is what in matters. Discussion. That, that is what matters, but it's also about building your team for long-term success. And I'm not saying that goes ahead of the Super Bowl, but I'm saying when you look at it, 
Golden Tate now could very well end up being a wasted third round pick. And th- and that's a possibility. Yeah. That's a separate situation. So which you're, I would, so say, you're which I would about- say is to to what you I think the point you're trying to make, I would use that for Golden Tate as opposed to Ronald Darby. Yeah. No, no. What I'm more saying is Howie's now given up two third round picks and a fourth round pick for three guys, two of which are seriously injured and one is not going to end up playing. Yeah. Right. Wait, is going to end up almost not you, having no factor. The point is you can't take out of the equation that those two guys were c- key components on a Super Bowl winning team. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's like it's like when teams actually go for a rental and say, we are making this trade without the extra year Correct. and say, like, Golden Tate, if the, if the Eagles trade for Golden Tate, a third round pick and it was last year and Golden Tate played a big role in them winning the Super Bowl immediately it was worth the pick do you get it you know no, what I'm no, saying I, no I do understand that but what, what I'm saying is like I just to a certain degree disagree that winning the Super Bowl should just like oh like override every single aspect of making a decision and when you look at it what else are you making decisions for? What you're, is the point you're of the making, sport? Okay, yeah, the point of the sport is to win the Super Bowl. Well, but more, more of them too, I think. To hit right, I get it, but yeah. but um, at like, I understand what you're saying, but it, it, it's you can't separate the two things. But you I think can't. you, but I think to a certain degree you can because you're talking about using these assets. Or like, look, look at Aaron Rodgers in, in Green Bay, right? He wins a Super Bowl and how? What was it? Probably his third year, maybe. No, I mean, well, obviously he was on the bench for a probably, while, right? yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, okay, this is it. They're going to be doing it year after year. Like winning the Super Bowl is obviously huge, clearly, right? But when you're talking about building this team long term around Carson Wentz, they are not in a great situation to do that, and it's because they've given up assets for players That's that, I agree with that have that have not panned out. Look, like Darby is not going to be here next year. If he it's, is, it's going to be coming off an ACL. Well, hold on. I understand Ajay is not your gonna be argument. Here. Again, you're making an argument that in a vacuum does not right. apply to this team winning its first Super Bowl in the history of its no, franchise. No, but it, but it does. Like, I, it does not. You're well, wrong. I actually, like, it's uh, just, let, me, let me jump in because I kind of— I understand I'm in, I'm your in the point. middle of, of, of between okay. you guys. Because where I see Elliot's point here is—and we just talked about it. If you think that Razul Douglas is going to be fine as a starter next year— not great. Yeah. You know, and that's what I'm saying. You're not Ronald Darby's not going to be there. So now you got to find Right. Now, but it, now it comes back to that discussion of of would now you, your depth is go, going down is all I'm saying. So I under, gotta, of course there are implications of trying to win the Super Bowl. Yet. Like that's the way the sport sure. is structured oh, yeah, yeah. right now. That's why it's hard to repeat. It's hard to be a and dynasty. There's only been one. Like the other thing is like it's hard it's hard to say, especially with football, like who could they have won that Super Bowl without, right? I'm not going to sit here and say like, okay, if they didn't have a Jai, they would not have won the Super Bowl, like, right? It's hard to say that. But I, but I do know that when you look at the long term of this franchise, like those three picks, I would still argue were not good use of assets. Yes, I get they won the Super Bowl. And then you look at, I, did, I looked at this today, Howie and Joe Douglas have made 21 picks together, right? You want to guess how many of those players are going to start on Sunday? Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, together you said twenty-one picks together. Yeah, so f- sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Sixteen, he wasn't here. He wasn't a part of it. No, Howie was here in two thousand. Howie was. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, sorry, right. gotcha. All right. So just from when he came back, it's not many, obviously. I'm, yeah. injuries I'm say and there's, there's five. No, no it's, it's like, not that. It's like, it's like two, two or, or something. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 But regardless, that that goes against your point then too. Then you're like, why wouldn't you trade a draft pick that you're going to take a player who's not going to be valuable? Well, but like, part of the reason, you know what I mean? Though that's the logic. You can flip that logic well, but, around just that well, easily. But, they, but no, but they they if you're lost, screw up that they pick lost anyway, the fourth why wouldn't and you third. Trade for they lost the Jerry Jones logic, right? But they lost the fourth and third round pick because of the, those trades. So they, so it would have been twenty three picks. And I'm not saying that's right, a huge deal. I'm just saying my point is you're thinking about those two picks, but as as absolutes that they will 
hit on those picks. They could very easily miss on those picks. And then you didn't give them away for valuable players who could have helped you win a Super Bowl right. for guys who didn't end up panning out. Right. And I'm saying, like, I, I appreciate when There's a GM— risk on both sides, is my point, to, of the decision. Right. But what I'm saying is, now that they've won the Super Bowl, like— Darby did not turn into a long-term stellar starter for this team. Ajayi did not turn into a long-term stellar running back for this team. But that's Golden why they- Tate might not be here next year. So the only point I'm making is, yes, the decisions worked because they won the Super Bowl. But now that that's over and you look at it realistically, like th- these third-round picks, two of which they've used now, you might end up basically like not having but anything. They for those. were willing to give up those years of value. Like they were never like Darby. Who knows? But they they were never going to resign Jay Ajayi. That was never a plan. Right. And likely they weren't getting Darby with the idea of hey we'll resign him. They were saying we're going to get a guy who is cheap for two years and we can get value out of that for a pick. But you can only operate like that for so long. You can only continue to give up like top three, not top three, but like, you know, third, fourth round top picks for guys that turn into rentals. Yeah. You can only operate that for so long before you turn into a team like the Eagles right now that are really old on both on both lines that are the secondary. Look, like we can argue who's good, who's not, but I think this season has proven like Sidney Jones is very injury prone. We Rasul Douglas is what he is. Ronald Darby's now injured and didn't play well. Like this team has serious holes and th- they've used a lot of draft capital to win that Super Bowl and now they don't have that to move forward is right. the point of. But I, I get what you're saying, but again, you like in this specific case, in this specific argument, it doesn't matter. They won the Super Bowl. That See, was the point of using that draft capital. They achieved their goal, and of course you want long-term success, but sometimes you have to win a Super Bowl. Like Sometimes you have to go for it well, and win a Super just like Bowl. The but the gold, and the again, they even did it where they tried the to have Bowl. two years. Injuries killed it. Look, Darby got hurt. Ajayi got hurt. You can't predict those things. Like If they had given you value this year, they could have been a part of two Super Bowls or a Super yeah. Bowl in a long run. I agree with you know what I mean? Yeah, like Dar- Darby was hurt last year too. But like, look, I, I see what you guys are saying. But you, how we cannot continue to operate like this? Otherwise, Wentz is gonna end up never winning a Super Bowl. Well, and, and that's see outside of outside of just Darby, I do agree with that, and that's why when you look at like you got to worry about well, is Jordan Hicks coming back? You know, and that's some of the. I think he should like, be their top free agent outside of Wentz. Put that in its own yeah, universe. He's been a little bit quiet the last couple of weeks too, and people have been noticing that. And you start to look at that those same draft classes that you're talking about. You're going like, all right, is there really that great of a team that's going to be built? You know, around Carson in in 19 and 20 and, and, right. and all that. So that's, I think that's fair to ask right now too. And I think our our good friend Benjamin Solak over at the Draft Network. Had a good article about that. I highly recommend going over there and checking that out as well, where you're just looking and going, like, they need blue chippers still. They need blue chippers to replace the guys that we're talking about, the Peters, the Sproles, the, all of that. You and, know? The, and then the third and fourth round is really, I think, where a GM like, can make his mark in terms of finding guys. Where, like, I mean, Jordan Hicks, what round was he? Fifth? Third. 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 Okay, third, right? Like, guys like that that then become starters for you for, for three, four years. And Howie has given up those picks to, for guys that – all three of them might not be here next year. Uh, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> See, but then, <laughs> I, like, I can't believe you're still arguing this. Like, I get your point in a vacuum. And if, if we are not talking context, sure, you want long-term viability. You want draft picks. That That's crucial to sustainability of an NFL franchise. But you're talking about two trades that led to a Super Bowl. Like, 
like that's the point of playing the sport. That's the point of building these teams. That's the point of what yeah, they do. This team had never won a Super Bowl in its franchise's history. Right. Like, yeah, you like, got to go for you it. You kidding me? You're telling me you're trading a and third and a no, fourth round pick for again, a Super Bowl. Like, right. Situational, like, too. It's a no-brainer. Who is going to play corner last year? You were down there. You saw all the same things. Petrick Robinson looked like shit. Yeah, but he ended up playing a lot He ended up playing a lot better. You didn't know that at the time. Would you have risked Patrick Robinson playing the outside at that point in time? No, I mean, look, being moving him inside was obviously key. I I yeah, agree with that. There was nobody playing corner. That's that's but the Darby, point. But like Darby, they didn't really view him as a rental, in my opinion. He was he was acquired. Doesn't be, that make it even better to No, because to, now he's not gonna well, be but here. But he next got year. hurt. You you're not it's not a rental, it's a two year deal. Like you're saying yeah. I'm giving up the round right. pick for a guy for two years instead of one. That's the difference in a rental. I don't think they ever like they, maybe they re-signed Darby, but the way they're set up, it didn't look like they drafted Sidney Jones for a reason. Right. Like so I I think they looked at it as a we're gonna have this guy for two years. He got hurt partway through the second year. That sucks. He missed some yeah. games the first year. That yeah. sucks. That's football. I just think a lot of little decisions Howie is making are not really panning they out. Can catch and, up. and the I, Super I Bowl is is overshadowing all that with good reason. Like with good reason. But a lot of little decisions are the that didn't pan out are why they're now they're four and five and why going into next season you've you've tweeted it a ton, John. Like this off season is going to be huge in it's terms of deciding important. how good this team yeah. is going to be because we'll all agree here despite. He did have a bad game on Sunday. Carson Wentz is a quarterback, the most important position in sports, that should be able to win multiple Super Bowls. He should yes. be able to be compete year in and year out. But it's only going to happen if Howie finds you know guys to put around him. And it's going to be tougher when you continually give up assets for what turn into rentals that don't even play well when they're here. And get ready for all of the, well, now they've lost Joe Douglas and the Howie takes will come back in 2020. Just remember all that when he's the GM of... Where's he going to go? Let's predict that. Where's Joe Douglas going to go? Take over for David Gettleman. Probably probably won't happen. Probably won't happen quick enough. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, probably not. But, uh, yeah, something along those lines. Look, look, if you're watching us on Facebook, you can just tell, like, Seltzer's got a serial killer face at this point. I know. He's so sad. I just, I'm seeing ready. He is ready to rock and roll (laughs) and just just, be done with with the whole thing. And uh, uh, the argument that was not like, you know. Uh, Well, I mean, I just just thought I had. Won it so easily, I couldn't That's believe Elliot was continuing to yeah, go. Actually, I feel like I won it. So too. Yeah, I feel like uh, I won it. I murdered yeah. you there. Nah, uh, I mean, I don't think Ooh, so. Uh, Josh Nixon with a little jab, though. So you said, so James is okay winning a championship again when he's ninety. That's not the point. The point <laughs> is, we're talking about this in a spe- like. It, it, I'm not doing anything. I'm yeah, done with it. Yeah, I'm no, done. I know. <laughs> I feel very confident no, with my this. position. It's very, on this. Uh, t- I feel very confident about mine. It's like what was that yeah. quote from Nashville? It's like I uh, I win every argument, but I don't I don't convince anybody. Yeah, that's what just that's happened what I, right yeah, now. That's yeah. What I, yeah, exactly. That's what I said to him. So just uh, you know, liven things up because I know it's going to be a long it's going to be a long week, right? Uh, I believe. Well, first of all. Gonna be a long two weeks when they come lose to this come to New Orleans because we already know if we already think we're gonna lose then let's go have a party fans of Phillies exactly right flying us down uh, if you're down in New Orleans please let us know at Go Birds Pod because we're gonna have a lot of fun we're all I think you're, are you flying out Saturday yeah we're probably on the same flight and yeah. my flight's at like seven thirty in the morning yeah same all right so nice. it'll be it'll be a lot of a fun layover as well but yes. it'll be it'll be <laughs> a good time uh, or no it's six thirty I think actually. let's let uh, let's talk about some guilty pleasures. And and maybe even some just escape from sports things that you like to do because we don't, Elliot. I don't. I don't even know what. What do you like to do when you're not, you know, not being the beat writer? Fire. We need? Yeah. Not tweeting that fire. Do you talk like that? Like when you're hanging out with your girlfriend, yeah. you say, like, to his "Oh mom yeah, like for that sure. Too, sure." She's in love with who I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it's a very vague question. 
Um, like you don't. I'm a big reality TV guy. Oh yeah. I guess I would say Such Bachelor, Bachelor. What what don't I watch? To be Bachelor, honest. Bachelor, Bachelor, Bachelorette. I do a little dabble in a little Teen Mom every once. Oh in a no. Oh, Why Teen, teen Mom, mom too? Oh, oh, I watch it with my girlfriend, so now I'm into it because it's like you know. <laughs> did, for she, a while. did she get you into it, or were you like, hey? Oh I no, she you'd like yeah, she show. got me into it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean that happens. Teen Mom is particularly bad though. So you've watched it? I've never seen it. No, my 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 wife is not a fan of Teen Mom. More sophisticated. I've wa- I w- yeah, Project Runway I've watched with my wife. I never watched Pretty that. solid, actually. Pro- it's yeah. impressive. It's impressive what these people can do the, in the, a very short period of time. The one genre of TV I'm not into that I feel like I should get into is the whole, like, Food Network Oh, my situation. God. Yeah, like, I'm so not good. into that Divers, either. drive-ins, and dives, whatever. I never watched that. Yeah, like, uh, I know people make fun of Guy, but, like, it really is an incredibly addicting show. Bar Rescue. Uh, is a Anthony Bourdain. I wish yeah. I would. I wish I would oh, watch. But yeah, no I, I don't watch it. My wife so likes good. those too, but I don't watch any of those shows. No? I, yeah, I, I'd rather just eat food, not watch people eat it. That's yeah. my thing. I watch Top Chef. That one I watch. Yeah, that's on Bravo. So I don't know. Top if Chef's counts, good. Top Chef is awesome. And it's there's, uh, by the way, there's there's two or three, I believe, Top Chefers that have either won or come close, and they're all in Philadelphia. So go check out Laurel. Go check out uh, Ella, which is on, what, 4th and uh, Bainbridge? not sure. I know it's Those two guys there. are on Top Chef. They have uh, they have killer food. Oh, uh, no, that one of the first Top Chefs actually won. Uh, Harold or whatever? Kevin Spraga. Who oh, was, Kevin, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that, that place isn't here anymore, but I think he's got other stuff. Yeah, got plenty of stuff in West Philly. So. Man, I, I made yeah. fun of Ronald Darby. I made fun of <laughs> Howie. I said I like Teen Mob. Like, yeah. The, the people I like are not going to be happy. Mob, the people are not going to be happy. You know, I like that, though. you got to be honest. You know, you got to be real. Oh, okay, I got... So, well, I got like, not, non-TV stuff, like, what do you I like got to a, do? Okay, I got another... Well, actually... I got a good guilty pleasure TV show. I have an especially embarrassing one after this. So do I. Mine's incredibly... Well, I mean, I don't really care. Wait, let Elliot go first, because when he embarrasses himself, it's a more fun like i'm not gonna lie like i've gotten really into candles <laughs> like just like <laughs> like like lighting and yeah, smelling like candles. it smells good uh, when right. you go in the house I emily like, my wife is really into candles that's she what i'm saying like yo, i thought like, this was they're go- fun to pick out <laughs> like i'm whatever yo like tweet me but i enjoy the candles look at that he's a say. candle like, guy yeah no kidding it's like jan on the office making your own candles it's <laughs> exactly right Candle guy, right here. Boom! There oh, we go. God, I'm the only non-candle guy. I love candles. Dude, you know what it is? You have to let yourself get into it. Ah, uh, yeah. Just gotta relax. I, Emily, yeah, you my gotta wife smell is, them in my the wife's store. a big candle person, but I think it's mostly because she's got a little bit of a pyromaniac in her, and she loves to light <laughs> things. So that's good. Have you um, had to wait? Have you ever had? Uh, have she has she burned uh, or come close to burning the house down? No, she's very careful okay. and not like me. If it were me, I would burn the house yeah. down. Yeah, no. I'll tell you a candle story yeah. after this. Ooh, yeah. I almost did candles. burn down oh, the God. apartment due to candles. Oh God, it's pretty impressive. What type of candles? Guilty, guilty, pl- uh, guilty pleasures, there, James. Uh, I love Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. <sighs> Gossip that, Girl. One I never got into. Terrific show. Gossip Girl was out. Standing. So was that the same terrific show? Was that the same time as like the OC and One Tree Hill? It was a little after, right? After the OC was the same guy, first one, and then he did Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl better than the OC. Uh, No, no, that was dead wrong. Yeah, better. So first of all, I remember the the OC was like back in the day to the point where I remember I would like download the episodes and like LimeWire or whatever and watch them on (laughs) my whoa. Shout out to LimeWire. Look that one up. But uh, come on, dude. Gossip Girl was not that good. Better than Teen Mom. <laughs> All right, so I mean, uh, if we're gonna go Gossip Girl, then I gotta go Gilmore Girls. I never Gilmore got into Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls yeah. is phenomenal. I I, I, I tried to watch it and, and didn't it get me going at all. Really? I wasn't, yeah. Well, the Gilmore Girls person, huh? I, I, it seemed right. good. It was just a little too like 
snappy and like yeah. you know like all the dialogue was a little too like oh everyone's it's the same got a, joke over everyone's over. got a joke it was like uh, yeah i know but that's uh, how yeah. i feel about that show on netflix like the incredible adventures of kimmy schmidt or whatever that show was. Oh, oh, I, schmidt? I love no. kimmy schmidt yeah. Yeah, to I me it was, it was like the one. same joke for seven episodes oh, and then by the time no. i got to season two it was like we get it she's quirky like, oh <laughs> titus, like we, we get yeah, it titus and i didn't think titus again yeah, titus a perfect example like we get it Wow! <laughs> wow. No, you know the Pinot Noir and all that. No, I'm just man, yeah. oh, man. Pinot Noir. I'm a big Netflix so, guy, but just with that, I just couldn't do it. Huh? Couldn't do it. Wow! Yeah. Interesting. It was a show so that for the I'm first learning. five. I was like, "This is amazing," and then by episode eight, I'm like, <laughs> "All right, this is not funny anymore." Wow! So, um, I, in one of my first departments ever, I tried to melt a bunch of candles that were already already down. Mm-hmm. You know. So you're, you're like a, a severe fresh, candle guy. Fresh candle guy. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> you're like a candle connoisseur. It's going to take a, like five or six of them, melt them down, put a fresh wick in it, and, you know, cool it off and do whatever. Completely forgot about it because uh, turned yes. on the PS2, and then, you know, you know what happens after that. And then the, I don't, the, John. The, the NBA sudden, Street? Yeah, uh, I, I, don't, I think it was uh, Ace Combat or something like that. You know, was, uh, I, was, I was never into those games. I was <laughs> sports only. Me too. N64. Well, sports only in Goldeneye. N64 oh, yeah, was true. the last okay. system I had. Yeah. Like, so that was the last time important. I owned oh, a video I, game. You didn't have a Dreamcast? No. Oh, I remember 64 was the last. I, I have not owned a video game to console system ever for like 20 years. Yeah, I haven't either. <laughs> but Legitimately. Dreamcast, years. I only got because they were the first gaming system that put Iverson on the cover of their Ooh, NBA. Oh, nice. The NBA 2K. It. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, I got to do it. Like, I got to do it. Anyway, continue your candle uh, But, you know, you're sitting there playing, and all of a sudden you just see a flicker of light, like, off to the right side like a dummy. Uh, I thought I'd turned off the stove. And I had actually turned it all the way up. Oh no! And, uh, so you just had gas. Yeah. Going? I was, oh oh it was God! Just, it was. It's just constantly. Oh no! And uh, me being the smart person, thinking that, oh uh, well, wax and water—they'll just—they'll just neutralize one another. I mean, it. Tur- I, mean, I, I don't know how I'm alive, to be honest. There <laughs> was the, a, a fireball kitchen. Everything wow. was black and green smoke. Wow. Yeah. How about you? It almost burned down. Well, how you survived? Uh, I. We would love to know uh, any of your guilty pleasures or. Dumb stories like, you know. Call in. What's yeah. that? We got the phone number now. Right? <laughs> yeah. Seven. That's right. Look at you. 245. Like exactly right. 60, 66, 267, 245, 60, 66. Uh, and just leave a message. We know it's just a it's just a British lady saying, hey, leave a message. That is, in fact, us. But when you do it, yeah, let us know. It's actually John doing a it's computer me. British lady voice. Me. I have another guilty pleasure <laughs> oh, show yes, I'm watching please, right please now. Please do. Um, and it's actually really good. Uh, Netflix. Okay. The new... My mic went down. <laughs> I got soft there first. You're not going to say haunting on Hill. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, we already talked right, about that's that's my yours. show. That's right. yours. Yeah. My that, show that as well. But well, but nobody I can have bodyguards. I'm <laughs> watching the new Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That looked pretty good. Outstanding. All right, it's the good. girl from Mad Men, the the daughter oh, Mad Men. Yeah. She's an outstanding young actress. Uh, it's great. It's entertaining. It's a little like got a touch of like it's not really scary. Like if I, I'm like a horror guy, so it's not like really scary. But like there's a couple jumps and it's yeah. dark and and different. So, I saw a poster for that when I was in London for the Eagles game, and I was thinking, like, that's weird. Why is London doing Sabrina the Teenage Witch? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I guess it's, like, it's all over. Oh, yeah. It's it not is. just a... Oh, okay, you know Netflix is international. I did, but I figured <laughs> they... Yeah. All right, here, here's another one. Okay. Like, TV shows in British make, like, trash CBS comedies seem like award-winning, legitimate funny shows. Wow. It's like The TV shows that I was watching when I was in London, like, like what late shows night, are you talking about? Oh, okay. I don't even know. Like just flipping around. No, like, like Norton Graham? Is that what you saw? There, 
Maybe their version of co- like it was just not funny at all. Oh, you wow. think British comedy is terrible? Yes, because so it's like dry. The Brit- like, yeah, and you're not smart, so that all yeah, essentially. Oh. Like if it's not about Teen Moms, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? Love at least teen we got you to watch The Office and The Bachelor. Hate smart humor. Let's make sense. I, well, I enjoy smart I humor, but I'm just I was just watching. I was thinking like uh, like what's that really bad show on CBS? It's I always want to call it third. Oh, The Big Bang Theory. Like mm-hmm. all of the, well, all of them. That's the worst show the ever, <laughs> right? But like even that, I feel Except like for Survivor, which is great. <laughs> I was oh, yeah, in the Survivor. CBS, yeah. I love Survivor. I was in the Survivor. I'm a big Survivor guy. They still do that. Oh yeah, 37 seasons. Absolutely killing it. 30, it's actually get actually ready for it. wait. Hey, it's actually hey, 37. We're seasons. like halfway through the the 37 season. On its way to being one of the best ever. I'm gonna yeah, tell you that's that a bold statement. Really good, really <laughs> good. Hot take. Um, Art of the take. For our real not guilty pleasure, but like if I were going to give one TV recommendation today, like for people out there that is not just, you know, us being weird and telling you what nerds we are, um, The Good Place. Everyone has yeah, to watch The awesome. Good Place. It is the, good what's that it's on? the best show on television. NBC, it's, but yeah, it's also on it, Netflix. Hulu and Netflix. It's, uh, it's the guy who made Parks and Rec. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Moe's from The Office, Michael Schur, Ted Danson, Kristen Bell. It is... It is the best it's like show. It's like an hour show or it's like half, half hour? Half hour. Okay. It's a comedy. Yeah. Watch The Good Place, people. Again, any recommendations? Echo Birds Pod, 267-245-6066. So, uh, let's just... Let's take it easy for a couple of days. Cool. Let's, let's you know, eat some good food. Let's uh, do some push-ups. I, I certainly need to. I tried to bring some optimism to this podcast. No, I liked today. it. I tried. I, listen, I, yeah, until I, you said I, that that you the Super Bowl didn't matter and that you'd oh rather you'd rather have draft picks go. than a Super Bowl. It is what sell. it is. I don't know what and, you want me to say. It was great. <laughs> they're all rentals and they're all going to be gone. But yeah. regardless, I and still want a Super and Bowl. They want a Super Bowl. I That's still think this. Mad, though. I, I'm not mad. I'm just. I dis- I'm but just I disagree. People are definitely mad. You know, I know, I know. But I'm just. People I'm are mad. I'm not can them. We, uh, can, real quick, it is kind of amazing how mad people are. Yeah, you Calm guys, w- hey, look, You, I thought on the podcast, which is what makes this the best podcast out there, you guys, genuine emotion off of that totally. loss. Oh, right. yes. Totally. And, I'm okay. not going to not get mad at like, yeah. a bad loss. I'm just saying, uh, literally not even 24 hours has gone by, and I'm going, okay. Yeah, I feel better. Now we're I on feel the like thing. the reason people are, are moving on is because they feel like it's over. It's like a, it's of like course. A, that, yeah. I, but yeah. I guess what I, my main message I want to get across tonight it's is like I do over. not believe it's over. I don't. I think they can lose to the Saints and the Rams. I don't think they're going to win the Super playoffs. Bowl. That's that's all. I don't think the season. But can I ask why though? Because like your your argument all along was as long as they get in and they're playing well, who knows? Yeah, that's so why does that change? It, it doesn't. But I'm I'm just saying I. Because I also said, unless they turn it on, I mean, there's there are off, and and you've said the same thing. Unless there are offenses uh, that they are catching up to, that they are yeah. getting into that twenty-seven point range, forget it. Because this defense now, especially now that is banged up, that as That's a good, Zach yeah. Ertz pointed out, needs a lead to hang on to. It's the philosophy of the team. It's not going to be there. This as year. he points out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he brings that up like after we every need a lead, game. please. Yeah. We need to give them a lead. But uh, any other uh, final thoughts there? Oh, I, I have one. I thought was uh, interesting. I heard on a podcast. It was either on a podcast or radio. The Redskins have not had a lead change in any of their games this year. None. What? None. No way. Yeah, if they fall true. behind, they lose. If they go ahead, is they win. Is that a real thing? True. That is unbelievable. Nine games into their and season. That is an amazing fact. Also, and wow. it, it's almost like it's going to be tough to beat them if you start slow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> also, Alex Smith for three weeks in a I row. I saw this. Yeah. Exactly 178 yards. We must have listened to the same podcast. I didn't listen to that. I just saw it tweeted I out. I saw okay. that tweeted out, too. Unbelievable. James, any final thoughts, pal? 
Um, Works for me. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> no it's a, it's a good. I now you know everyone just uh, try and be happy. Go light a candle. Yeah, Jimmy Butler. That's fun. Bryce gonna, Harper's coming. They talk. won the Super Bowl. I'm gonna you know. do the camera. I'm gonna tell everybody to go have a bath. Light some candles. Go oh. have a bath. Don't An- do that. I'm anti bath. Yeah, I'm yeah. out on the bath. Nah, it's, yeah, you can't be anti. It's fun for like ten seconds. <laughs> I do it's a, like, the, quick shower, the quick shower and the full bath like once every six months is an incredible feeling if you've got a big tub because I'm a big guy. People just learning all, all types of stuff. That's right. That's what we do here. Bathing habits. That's what we do here. Well, manicure yourselves, gentlemen. That's uh, that's what we'll leave there. And uh, That's always. You're, you're, that's your advice. Yeah. You're a big manicure yourself yeah, guy. Exactly. Not like, don't, you know, you don't have to look not like a man. Just, just saying, you know, just, can, can, you know, you can't if look you can do you it, think, John. You think, you think Elliot's premeditated? No. John can pull off the Manny Petty, and this guy is Philly sports guy to the core. Nah. I've actually never done a Manny Petty. I'm just saying, like, yeah, on your own. Just I have. Like, my on. hands are I'm all beat shocked. up. Not checked by that at all. Not by myself. But, but uh, an extended edition of Around the Locker Room, we think JoJo's Tavern here in Trent, New Jersey. It is, it is packed in here. Yeah. It is, uh, we, we saw some pizza we're going to go Looked munch amazing. on. amazing. It's fantastic. We'll still be hanging out here. The Eagles yeah, cheerleaders are here Newark? as well. Yeah, Trenton. 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 Yeah. So right. close. Trenton. So close. <laughs> but we appreciate it, guys. It's been around the locker room right here on uh, Radio.com and also Sports Radio 94 WIP. Good birds.